welcome back. This is December Daily number 8 and I'm James Wrigley. Today's chat is about the hidden costs of Knockdown Rebuilt. So I'm going through that myself. A lot of my younger clients uh, that go through that upgrade stage where they have a couple of kids, start to outgrow their current house and look for something bigger. So there's the selling and buying, just doing the upgrade. Uh, they're spending a whole bunch of money doing a renovation. A couple of clients have got that underway right now. Or there's the knockdown rebuild route that I'm doing myself. Uh, I'm certainly not a builder, have never built a house before, have no experience whatsoever, and uh, you're fumbling my way through it. So I, uh, I, I talk live about um, the challenges and bits and pieces, uh, the money that we've had to spend on knocking down the house, redoing the electricity and so forth. So I hope you enjoy. Thank you. Hello and good morning from a bit of a different backdrop uh, for today for my December daily number eight we're up to. I am in the city today. Uh, we will soon, after the new year, be back into the office a little bit more regularly than what I have been up until now. So I thought I had better start to get a bit more into the habit of coming into the city getting ready early, jumping on the train, all of those kind of things. So I am today um, in the office. I didn't get the chance to um, to promote what I was going to talk about today. Uh, so not sure if anyone will jump on. If you are there, let us know, say hello, give us a thumbs up, something like that. Uh, I can see a few people starting to to join in. Mark, uh, you're quick off the mark. Thank you for, for, for joining me. Um, yeah, I had a couple of meetings uh, earlier this morning and another one um, shortly, an another one in 45 minutes. So I wasn't sure how much time I would have in between whether I uh, could jump on today or what time I could jump on. So squeezing it in between meetings. Uh, so apologies for those that um, you know, didn't get the chance to, to jump on live. There's a, a few of you there now, which is great to see. Um, for anyone that's watching on the recording afterwards, uh, would um, you know? Let me know your let me know your thoughts, your comments, Lawrence. Uh, just got back from the court. Hopefully, it was a good outcome. Up down. Let us know, uh, Graham. Um, watching from from Pang Panglo Island as well. Um, so thank you all. The regulars are all here um, to uh, to join in. Um, what I wanted to talk about today was, in as per the title. Uh, the hidden costs of knockdown rebuild. Now, uh, if anyone's that followed me for a little while, I've shared a little bit about what I'm doing in my own life, and um, we're going through the process of building a new house right now. Uh, certainly, it's something that comes up pretty regularly with, uh, I say, my younger clients, not the um, the aged care, aged pensioners that I've been talking about the last couple of days. My younger demographic of clients in that 30, 40 year, 30 to 40 year old bracket. Uh, upgrading of the family home is a big conversation and comes up incredibly um, comes up incredibly regularly. So I thought I would just spend a bit of time exploring that today. Might be of value to a few more of the regular listeners than um, you know than the age age care that I covered yesterday. That's not potentially relevant directly to to those individuals. So the upgrading of the family home. A lot of my clients go through the effort of doing the whole renovations. Um, so you know. Uh, buy a house, have a family, as in my case, kids start to go to school and childcare, and you kind of, you know, really set some 
some foundations down in a particular area like the space and don't want to move but start to outgrow the house that you've bought uh, which is exactly my case and exactly the case that a lot of uh, my clients find themselves in at different points in time so you've got i guess there's a, a few options there uh, in terms of the you know upgrading to a, to a bigger house you can do the simple sell your house and buy a bigger house and and, and be done with it the, the quick transaction there um there's the, the 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 renovations so a lot of the a lot of homes around in and around where i live they do the the classic kind of keep the facade the the the, the period facade the front couple of rooms and um uh, knock down knock down the back and uh and, and build a you know great great big extension um or in, in in other cases if the house isn't really worth saving whatsoever knock it down completely so I'm going through, and and the reason I've scheduled this for today, I am in the city, but the the house where we're going to to be doing the new build was supposed to be demolished today. Uh, it's not being demolished at the moment. It will likely be on Saturday now. So I just wanted to go through uh, my experience in um, in in going through this building journey. I've never built a house before. I've owned and lived in a few different houses uh, over the last ten or fifteen years, but uh, have never never built one uh, i'm not a builder clearly uh, so i really have no idea how all of this worked and um, kind of finding my way through it so maybe the first piece and and we first started exploring looking at building a new house a few years ago uh, and um and uh, you know you could go on we're not really inclined to go and do a custom build and all the rest of it from others that i know uh you know there's a, going down going down that path it can be um, a bit of an expensive exercise, but you know, I guess you get you get the house that you want, and you get to spec it and design it, and all of those kind of things. How exactly how you like? My wife and I are not terribly fussed with doing that, and have um, actually gone down down the route of going with one of the you know one of the big volume builders that often do house and land packages out a bit further. But we'll build a um we'll build a new house for us in the in a in a well developed suburb where where we live now. Um, so a few years back, we jumped on the websites and looked at the house prices. And go, oh, you need a whole new house for you know for, for this much money. Gee, it's it's pretty cheap. It's pretty cheap. Um, but what they don't tell you, and you know what we've learned along the way, is that there's a whole lot of inclusions and things that aren't advertised there on the on the on the builder's website. So in the case of of our house, we have, certainly have not gone overboard with options and upgrading tiles and stone and all of these kind of things. A lot of it. We've kept pretty pretty uh, standard because we liked the we actually really liked the standard inclusions, but even the house that we're that we're building, um, site costs is the big issue uh, for us and and from my understanding a lot of knockdown rebuilds. So you've got this old house, the ground's been disturbed, they clear it up, but then a lot of work needs to go into preparing the site for the build cost. Uh, so so for us between. Uh, the the establishing the site and getting the site ready for the build and um, uh, and a few upgrades that we've made as I said we didn't go certainly didn't go overboard it's one hundred and fifty thousand dollars more than what um, than what the advertised house was uh, it's nearly fifty percent more than what the house is listed now and I just checked it to see the current price it's nearly nearly fifty percent more than what their current house price is listed for so. First thing that um, anyone considering this knockdown rebuild and certainly going with one of these volume builders uh, is that um, the problem is that you need to go along their journey before you actually get to a point where they can give you some uh, fairly uh, fairly decent indication of what you might be up for. They have an advertised price, but then you need to follow their journey to 
get your site fees and do your upgrades and all of those kind of things. Uh, now to get along that to get along that that journey, have to pay money along the way. So we've had the uh, the final kind of contract appointment, uh, and up until that stage, we've had to pay five percent towards the cost of this house uh, that that we're you know that, that we're about to build. So that's money that's come out of our bank. You know we had it, we were prepared for it, but also a lot of what we're going through was unprepared it's all happened very quickly we were thinking about it but it's all moved a whole lot quicker than what we thought so the financial planner in me is having a bit of a bit of trouble dealing with this but so we get to the point where we've paid five percent now to this builder um, the house that is to be demolished still isn't demolished uh, and there's been a whole lot of other expenses along the way so first point uh, the advertised price that's on the website, there's a whole lot more that needs to go into that. And in our case, it's about $150,000 more than what's the advertised price on their website. Um, then in terms of, I guess, getting the site ready for the demolition has cost us thousands and thousands of dollars as well, which we somewhat were expecting, but we really had no idea what was involved. So we've had to go... Uh, we've we've engaged a demolition company. They go off to council and get all the permits and approvals and all of those kind of things. Uh, but demolishing the house, uh, there was a whole lot of asbestos, so removing the asbestos and cleaning up all of those, all of that, uh, will in the end cost us about fifteen thousand dollars. So it's going to cost us about fifteen thousand dollars to clear the block. So we bought the bought the house, have to pay the stamp duty that goes with that. Around fifteen thousand dollars in clearing the block. Um, the neighbour. Uh, the neighbor's NBN line, so it's in it's in an old uh, old area that has uh, that has power lines out the front. The neighbor's NBN uh, go cut across our our block and actually cut across where we're where we're planning to build. And NBN being NBN, no one's allowed to touch their assets other than NBN or an NBN contractor. Uh, and so it's cost us three and a half thousand dollars to have the neighbor's NBN line rerouted a little bit so that it doesn't doesn't cross my block and actually remove the NBN from, from the house where it, where it is at the moment. So but moving the NBN, moving the neighbor's NBN, abolishing my NBNs cost $3,500. Uh, the builder that we're going with, and it's um it's a bit of a, a an aesthetic look as well, but the builder was, was pretty insistent on it, and we've had to put in underground power for the house. Now, fortunately, the power pole isn't too far away from the front of the front of our house, so we haven't had to have a big trench done but but getting Gemina again you know Gemina is the distributor of the power in our area uh, so you can't have anyone else uh, work on on the power in the area other than Gemina so Gemina names their price it costs us four and a half thousand dollars to have an electrical pit installed so between knocking down the house um, rerouting the NBN and doing the electrical it's going to cost us in the order of about twenty five thousand dollars so that was you know expenses that we were you know, somewhat expecting but actually had no idea of the quantum so something to be aware of there um, had to go and go to council and you get this thing called a protection permit so for, you know the council owns the driveway and the crossover and the footpaths and all of that take all of these photos to make sure that no one um, that when any work is done that they don't uh, that well if it gets damaged we have to repair it uh, but we have to pay for that and uh, and um pay a uh, pay a bond that will if there's no damage will be refunded so that was nearly two and a half thousand dollars there part of which will be refunded back fingers crossed no damage has been done so we're up to we're up to about twenty five thousand dollars in stuff 
to really just get the site ready before um, the build can occur. Um, then you move on to the financing of the whole thing. So like most young families, we've got a mortgage. Uh, so we've got a mortgage on the on what will, what will effectively be a block of land. So there'll be a mortgage on the block of land. Um, my looks like my live stream has just dropped out. Just give me a second. Um, there'll be a mortgage on the block of land. But then in order to get funding to help with the build, uh, you have to go through the whole process um, to um, to get the approval from from the banks. So we got so as I said, we, so we've got a mortgage on the house as it stands at the moment. Uh, we need to borrow money to help with the build, um, but you can't go to the bank and get them to do the valuation and say how much they're going to lend until you've actually got all the contracts and things uh, signed up from the from the building company. So I put five. We've paid five percent uh, towards the the cost of this house got the contracts and all the rest of it. Then you go off to the bank and kind of cross your fingers and hope that the valuation stacks up enough uh, that um, that the bank will lend enough money to, to complete the build. So it all seems a little bit backwards, but you you know spend a whole lot of money up front to then hopefully get the approval approval off the end. Now it's worked for us, but I, you know, I'd hate to have been in a position where, uh, where the valuation didn't quite stack up to what we were hoping it would uh, and then couldn't borrow the money that, that was needed. Um, yeah, so this whole construction stuff—it's new to me. Um, you know, I um, had had no idea what what, what was going on. Um, um, Mina, yeah. So you get fiber optic when when you get it. Yeah. So so the area where where we're in, they've got we've got fiber to the curb, and so now with the new house, we can just have that that um you know that the, the builder the, the builder can put that up to the pit that's out the front and then nbn come back and and connect it all up so it's been an adventure uh, today was supposed to be knockdown day it hasn't happened yet as i said uh that will hopefully be on saturday and then construction be underway in february of next year it's been an eye-opener uh it's it's actually been a good experience i know others that have been through the building experience and it's been horrific we haven't gotten to building yet so hopefully it's it's as smooth sailing as it has been up until now uh, but yeah i just wanted to share my thoughts uh, on uh, on the whole you know knockdown rebuild uh, as i said it's um a lot of um you know a lot of families when they're going through this upgrade stage it's one consideration. So either sell and buy something else, do the renovation or, or knock down and, and start from scratch. So we've gone down the knockdown and start from scratch. A bit of an eye opener, as I said, cost a bit of money along the way, which we somewhat expected. Uh, you know, lucky we had some money there to, to cover it all. Uh, but yeah, no one is really they're telling you any of this stuff, unless you are, unless you work it all out for yourself. Uh, so that's it for me today. Bit of a ramble about my new house that's coming. Mina, thank you for for joining. Um, you know, that's about the end of the video for today. I've um, got a guest lined up for tomorrow, so I'll go live at twelve o'clock Melbourne time uh, tomorrow. I've got a guest lined up. He's not in financial advice and completely different industry someone i've actually never spoken to before but seen a few videos of his that are that are really interesting i i, I really enjoy them and i said you know what um, are you uh, are you free can you can you join me on friday and uh just love to have a chat with you so hopefully you can join me on friday uh, for that 12 o'clock melbourne time uh, enjoy the uh the rest of your day i need to go and grab some lunch before my 12 30 meeting 
Thanks for joining me. See you.